2: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
3: Good morning Welcome to our Tuesday broadcast hope all is well in your world As you know the conversation continues about events unfolding in Memphis And we have some very important angles that I hope we are able to go into today that will be helpful to advance the conversation. I forgot to bring a book in studio, which maybe I'll get during the next break, just to remind you about some very important reading. I, I think one of my favorite phrases from the late Walter Williams is he talked about pushing back the frontiers of ignorance and that's certainly something I want to do where possible. I have a passion for that. It's. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I've, I've ever said this on air before. But I I've got, I've got friends who laugh at me because I tell them I would really love to have a life of anonymity. I'm not looking to become famous and and being famous or a public figure was really not part of what has driven me to do much of anything. And in fact, as I get older, the more I appreciate and uh, relish my privacy and just being able to go places and not be recognized or whatever. But, To the extent there's the ability to affect lives, encourage, to make a difference, you know, as much as I don't want to, (laughs) I still do deeply care. So, where possible, I like to see the ground actually covered in a way that's going to uh, benefit society as a whole. individual people I like to start off with encouraging things that are going on and even in the midst of the very dark story that's been part of the national dialogue for the past few days we have this update reported by Black Enterprise about the GoFundMe page For Tyree Nichols' family. We can tell you that that page has actually reached and gone well over the $1 million mark. Donations pouring in from strangers all over the country. The account's only been active for a little over 48 hours created shortly after the Memphis Police Department released that graphic video footage of five police officers brutally beating Tyree Nichols. The fundraising goal was set for $1.2 million. Nichols' mother used the page to describe what happened to her son in the night of January 7th, saying the 29-year-old was just trying to get to my house for safety and lived only a few blocks away from where the incident happened. The grieving mother showing the world that her son wasn't a danger. He was someone you know. When he comes through the door, he wants to give you a hug. The GoFundMe gives supporters a little more insight on Tyree's story, originally from the Bay Area in California, relocated to Memphis to be closer to his parents. Nichols, had never been in trouble with the law, not even a parking ticket. And as you know, despite the alleged stop for reckless driving, the police chief, C.J. Davis, saying the investigation indicates there's no substantiation at all for any claim of reckless driving. But one of the things, again, I remind you that... What is so wonderful to see during this season is to see so many people, strangers, responding in a tangible way to take care of this family. I think that's something that is praiseworthy. The last figure we have here, $1,178,820 raised. Obviously, this does not bring back Tyree Nichols. But to deal with the needs that are there and to address who knows what they will do. There's something that tells me that this family, what they will do is something redemptive. We can... Forget about all of the white noise. We had a conversation yesterday about Ben Crump, the attorney. Uh, That we can talk about another time. But it's wonderful to see folks who are determined to bless this family. I'm encouraged by justice. We learned that three Memphis EMTs were fired for their response to the fatal police beating of Tyree Nichols. These folks were found to have violated multiple department policies and protocols. Robert Long, Jermichael Sandridge, Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker found to have violated multiple department policies and protocols in their patient response. Their actions or inactions on the scene that night do not meet the expectations of the Memphis Fire Department and are not reflective of the outstanding service the men and women of the Memphis Fire Department provide daily in our community. So what was all of this about? Well, the Fire Department was sent to the scene of Nichols Traffic Stop after police called because of a person pepper sprayed. This was 831. Long, Sandridge, and Whitaker were directed to a second location, arrived to find Nichols leaning against a police vehicle at 841, 10 minutes after the initial call. Long and Sandridge responded to Nichols, while Whitaker and a driver remained in the vehicle. Our investigation concluded the two EMTs responded based on the initial nature of the call, person pepper sprayed, and information they were told on the scene, and failed to conduct an adequate patient assessment of Mr. Nichols. This is basic stuff, folks. I don't care what you hear on a radio call. You have a job to do. These folks didn't do it. An ambulance requested, after their initial interaction with Nichols, emergency unit dispatched at 846. The unit arrived to the scene 855 and initiated care and took Nichols to a hospital at 908. 27 minutes. After Long, Sandridge, and Whitaker arrived at the second location. Yes, these folks needed to be fired. What a mess. It's one of those situations where the word cluster comes to mind, doesn't it? Just all the way around. And how this entire matter was dealt with. Police, EMTs but justice is being done. Thank goodness. Stay with us.
0: Call from mom, answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: If you would like to join the conversation, you're absolutely welcome to the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800 93 1110. 800 1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. We have some breaking news to tell you about. I'm sure you're familiar with the name George Santos. <laughs> he is the man who pretty much lied about everything in order to win his congressional seat. Now we have an announcement from him today that he's going to recuse himself from committee assignments because of all these swirling ethics issues. So again, George Santos saying he's not going to serve on any of these committees that he's been assigned to as investigations continue about his behavior in the run-up to the election. This follows a meeting that took place yesterday evening with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. So, stay tuned for this one. Over on the text line, this texter saying, Vince, no offense, we have bigger problems. The destruction of the third largest chicken farm in the U.S., killing over 100,000 birds, has scared me so much. This has to be purposeful. People stock up and quick. We will talk about the egg issue a little bit later on. Vince, if this guy was white, would you be promoting a GoFundMe? Nope. We wouldn't even hear about it. I wouldn't be so sure about that. We'll address this particular question a little bit later on. On the contrary, we have this texture whose heart is in a much better place. Vince, thanks for telling us about the GoFundMe. We didn't know about it before your show. We were able to make a donation. Thanks again. Well, wonderful. And we have this cynical post. Why a GoFundMe page? They're going to sue and get rich anyway. My goodness. (laughs) Boy, we are a cynical crowd, aren't we? Profoundly cynical crowd. I want to address this racial issue because it's the elephant in the room it was the subject on the favorite gab show the view yesterday Whoopi Goldberg talking with her cohort hosts on the issue about the kind of attention this is getting and whether the overall subject of police behavior has gotten enough attention. And perhaps if the racial dynamics were different here, maybe that's what it's going to take to finally get something done about the bigger issue. Here is that exchange. You'll hear Whoopi and Sonny Hoston chiming in at the end. Listen up.
0: So far, five cops have been arrested and charged with second-degree murder and kidnapping. Now, you know, I asked this question way too many times at this table, but, you know, when will the brutality finally lead to some police reform from the ground up? Because clearly, it doesn't matter if it's a white policeman or a black policeman, it is a problem in the police, and the policing yeah. itself, you know? Seems things don't seem to make sense to people unless it's somebody... They can feel or they can recognize, mm-hmm. but how many times do we have to do? We need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything. I'm not suggesting that, so don't write us and tell me what a you know what a racist I am. I'm just asking: is that is that what people have to see in order to wake up and realize this affects us all? Well, you know, I have to say I haven't been able to bring myself to watch the video um, because I've seen so many of them. Mm-hmm. And as the mother of a black son who's six foot two and 20 years old, my worst nightmare is what is probably on that video.
3: And nightmare, indeed it is. You know, this is part of the point that was raised. Remember the clip we played yesterday from Bill Maher talking about how this has been portrayed? And and I would make the case that... Probably because of people like Whoopi and others who have made so many of these incidents so much about race that the underlying issue of police brutality of abuse of power Has not really been addressed What are your thoughts on this do you think whoopi has a point? That people really won't care or pay much attention to this until they see white people get beat up like this I think there's some legitimacy to the question. I'd love to get your thoughts. Other stories developing. Wanna be wonderful to finally see the end to the COVID emergency? How long have we been under a COVID emergency? Well, We've learned that President Biden plans to end the COVID 19 public health emergency on May 11th. <laughs> you have to wonder why so far out. Here we are, at the end of January. But May 11th is the date the emergency comes to an end. This means many Americans could have to start paying for COVID 19 testing and treatment after the declarations cease. The White House in a statement of administration policy announcing opposition to two House Republican measures to end the emergencies. So the House was trying to bring this to an end. The White House saying, you know, no, we'll do it. But in May. The National Emergency and Public Health Emergency Authorities declared this in response to the pandemic. And now the extension finally ends may 11th the wind down would align with the administration's previous commitments to give at least 60 days notice prior to termination of the public health emergency benefits allowed by emergencies will disappear this means those COVID tests those free ones treatments vaccines at no charge this goes away as well as enhanced social safety net benefits to help the nation cope with the pandemic and minimize the impact jen kate senior vice president of the kaiser family foundation said people will have to start paying some money for things they didn't have to pay for during the emergency that's the main thing people will start to notice most americans covered by medicare medicaid and private insurance plans have been able to obtain COVID-19 tests and vaccines at no cost during the pandemic. Those covered by Medicare and private insurance have been able to get up to eight at-home tests per month from retailers at no charge. Medicaid also picks up the cost of at-home tests through coverage that varies from state to state. Those covered by Medicare and Medicaid have also had certain therapeutic treatments like the monoclonal antibodies, fully covered. Once the emergency ends, Medicare beneficiaries generally will face out-of-pocket costs for at-home testing and all treatment. However, vaccines will continue to be covered at no cost, as will testing ordered by a healthcare provider. So just a heads up here. Love to get your thoughts on the end of the public health emergency in May. <laughs> Stay with us.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight,
3: Over on the text line, what do we have here? This texture saying, I totally agree with Whoopi and anybody who doesn't need to get their heads out of the sand. That's Chris out of Shelby. Another person saying, I agree with Whoopi for once. No one should get beat to death. All people should respect law enforcement and not resist these problems will go away. Hence people in power that abuse. Should be held to an exceptional amount of swift and harsh justice. Another person in the upstate, the problem is not a policing problem. The problem is a moral problem from the Biden administration and Dems, letting criminals out without penalty to someone stealing a cookie out of their mom's cookie jar. Sin has consequences. The problem is a sin problem. Only Christ can fix it. We also have this Vince Love Your Informative Show. About what Whoopi said about white people getting beat. What about poor Ashley Babbitt? She didn't get beat. She lost her life. They didn't honor her like they should. Instead gave the officer who shot her praise after praise. On the COVID emergency, does the end of this mean these people who have been meeting... This person, I guess, saying, uh, leeching off the government all this time, going to have to get off their ass and get to work if so folks better go out and grab those jobs before the uh, would-be former leeches go out and get them that's from Jeff oh my gosh the worst outcome of Whoopi's call to change the police is will be seized by commies to further the woke deliberate ruination of the police hmm in regard to George Santos stepping down from committee assignments, how is it the integrity requirements to get a $25 per hour job at the TSA and other similar government and private sector security jobs are much more stringent than those serving in Congress, not a specific accusation, just a question. <laughs> hey, who's supposed to do the vetting? We are. That's the problem. This person's saying, the problem with police in the U.S., it's pay and training. That's the reason we can't get the best people. In Germany, Israel, and Japan, it takes up to two years of training to be a police officer. In the United States, it's the little as six weeks. That's the problem. Raise the pay, increase the training. Mm-hmm. Just a sampling of some of the items in the text line. I want to remind you of something before we uh, take a call. I strongly want to encourage you, if you have not already read this book, please, please pick up the book Taboo. In fact, if you haven't read it, go to Amazon or wherever right now, order this book, Taboo, 10 Facts You Can't Talk About, by my good friend Wilfred Riley. He is a professor in Kentucky, which also reminds me I owe the professor a visit. Um, this book, and I just want to read these chapters to you to give you a sense of the subjects that are covered because you understand how relevant this is. Uh, it's, it's a book that it's going to be relevant for a long time because of the national discussions we're having. Chapter one, uh, This every one of these chapters, it's a taboo, obvious fact. And there are 10 of them, all right? Here are the obvious facts. The police aren't murdering black people. There is no war on people of color, and Becky, Barbecue Becky, did nothing wrong. Different groups perform differently. I mean, listen to these titles. It's, It's really, duh. But unfortunately... If you watch the mainstream news media and get your information from them, you do not know these facts and don't have evidence to back it up. Performance, not prejudice, mostly predicts success. Racism didn't cause the new problems of today. Anyone can be racist, and racist has a real meaning. Whiteness isn't the only privilege, and cultural appropriation is not real. A sane immigration policy is not racist, and we need one. And the alt-right has nothing to offer. I strongly encourage you, if you've not read this book by Wilfred Riley, please get it, read it, share it. These subjects are so important for our time. In fact, I need to have Will back on the broadcast soon. I so appreciate Will, who has done the scholarly work to get the facts out there and now we just need to get this information in the hands of people who have been stirred up by the media into a frenzy of fear and that's what we want to push back on let's go out to a call from tony out in um i believe uh toward eastern north carolina wadesboro good morning tony hey, how you doing man doing well sir
5: yeah, I, I think those uh, I think those officers should be charged with a hate crime. Officers in Memphis that uh, beat that young man to death—they should be charged with a hate crime. Um, and it's, 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 I, I don't know if this is true, but I hear that a couple of those officers belong to a fraternal order, uh, uh, Omega Psi Phi. So these are educated men. These are not these are not just people that are just out of control. So. So I think they should be charged with a
3: hate crime. So here's my question, because I've discussed this at other times. What's the point of the whole hate crime thing? I I don't get it. I mean, what's the point? What if is is there such thing as a love crime, Tony? Well, well,
5: a love crime. I don't think love and crime. Is, you know, that's not synonymous.
3: But exactly. Crime. But the point I'm making is. If you commit a crime, a crime is a crime is a crime. Why are we needing to delve into things well, that's, like? Just
5: like a murder charge, you have a first degree, a second degree, right? A, a manslaughter. Uh, uh, so, so therefore, there's varying degrees of a uh, crime. So therefore, it's if, if, you know a hate crime is uh, uh, you know something that uh, is visceral. It's something that you have in
3: your heart. So here, okay, Tony. So we're gonna judge. The intentions of a person's heart, which we can very easily discern. So what was the what was the motivation behind this, Tony?
5: I believe it was I believe that uh for one, I mean it's speculation, but uh I think one of the officers was trying to uh uh, uh make it with uh that, that young man's uh woman. Um and uh, so that's speculation though, but that's the rumor meal. So I don't know if that's the cause but
3: I mean, so there could be some animosity and hate in that. I'm not oh my! Sure. See why Why? Sure see, Tony, I, I, uh, you know, I respect where your, you know, the your opinion and all, but at the same time, I'm thinking, does it really matter? I mean, uh, what I suggested yesterday about situations like this and expedited trials, uh, I just, I'm very skeptical about going into and thinking we can divine somebody's motivations. Uh, This just gets to be very messy. We'll talk more about this as we continue. Stay with us. Over on that text line, we have this. Vince, American police initially created to apprehend, contain, and possibly murder black people. It's in their DNA to be violent. When encountering blacks, nothing will change until it starts happening to white people. Wow. Come on, Vince, let's get real. The person calling the shots in this police fiasco is Ben Crump. How many millions will he pocket? after the juicy settlement is paid. Vince PDs are forced to recruit from the bottom of the barrel, include felons and those with criminal minds, because anyone with any level of critical thinking will not sign up. On the COVID subject, in regards to when the COVID pandemic finally will be over, the answer is never, as long as Pfizer has anything to do with it. another person on the GoFundMe page what's the need for that she'll get a ton of money from us the taxpayers lawyers are lined up all it is online panhandling boy you guys are really cynical so this was a special crime unit now disbanded clearly was needed at one point in time I think there's more to the Tyree Nichols story not that what happened was right it was awful to watch I believe there are plenty of white people who are injured or killed by police, but only when it happens to a minority. Does it seem to be newsworthy? Vince, have you heard Tyree was dating an ex of one of the officers and they had a child? Supposedly they worked together at FedEx. Have not heard that story. Who knows? There are other details that may come out about this. We just don't know. But I'm sure you would agree. Nothing justifies what has happened here. What happened to this young man was evil. has nothing to do with training or salary. Something else is going on here, just like the GoFundMe comment. Tony is reaching on the hate crime charge. I work in law enforcement. I fully believe what those officers did was wrong. They absolutely should be charged. But there's no basis for it being a hate crime. Hate is Hitler and the Nazis, the KKK. Matthew Shepard being killed because he was gay. That is inaccurate, by the way. This was excessive force all day. But it wasn't hate. That's for Meredith. Many people are killed every day. People have been killed every day since Adam and Eve. Nothing written or legislated will stop it. It is a personal human flaw we each have to deal with. And don't think that Jesus will change it. He's made it very clear. He's doing nothing until his triumphant return, That is from Dean. I don't know if I would say that, but just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. Very passionate perspectives here. Let's go out to Harrisburg, North Carolina, and Mickey. Good morning, Mickey.
6: Good morning, Vince. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate WBT and your show. Uh, Thank you. Most of what you just said is, I think, pretty pretty spot on, and uh, covers most of what I was going to say. But I, th- I think Whoopi may be onto something, ex- with the exception that uh, the left and the mainstream media uh, has no dog in the fight or a white person getting beat up or other ethnic groups even, uh, like perhaps the Asians. But uh, they do relish the opportunity, as in this case and as in other uh, mainstream cases, uh, that that brought up the summer of love and the uh, smash and grab and burn and all this. Uh, The point being that anything that gives them an excuse to stir up, and I'm going to use a quote that might not be appropriate, but to stir up the natives is good for them. And good, they're good to go with that.
3: You're absolutely right. You've, you've hit this on the head, Mickey. You that's have hit this on the head. what
6: I wanted to say. I will add that uh, back in the 50s, I had an uncle who had a little wild streak in him, I'll admit. But he wasn't mean and he wasn't bad. And the Mississippi Highway Patrol beat the stew out of him. Uh, times have changed for all of us particularly in Mississippi since that time. And there's a lot more respect between the races, contrary to common belief. Uh, Everybody is literally friends with everybody else in the small Mississippi towns. Jackson and near Memphis may be an exception. I'll let it go at that
3: way well, hey, i appreciate your call making and interestingly enough have a good friend who lives uh near jackson and uh i, I think your point is a good one uh, because i i think it's very important to remind people that it's sad we have to remind people this this is not 1950 times are different um and fortunately things like we have seen in the past few days They are exceptions rather than the rule. There was a time when that was the rule. That was normal. And we can be very thankful for that. In the meantime, don't let anybody tell you we're still living in those times because there are people who want you to believe that.